When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, this is the NM State Athletics Insider Podcast Series, your audio home for New Mexico State Athletics. Here's your host, Adam Young. Alongside men's basketball head coach Chris Giens, Adam Young on hand as we talk with Coach here today about the recent signing class for Aggie basketball. The Aggies signed two players in November and then three players recently here in April, Mario McKinney Jr., Nate Pryor, Jorge Moreno, Kai Oliver II, and Deshaun White are the new Aggies. Coach, welcome once again. Before we talk about each player individually, if you could give us your thoughts on this class overall. So far, so good. Certainly got to uh, finish the spring recruiting class. Um Got some work to do yet to fill some spots uh, on our roster or our board, if you will. But, um, you know, I think I say this every year about this time of the year and probably talking to you, Adam, that, you know, every coach in America talks about the recruiting class and is excited about the recruiting class. And But the reality of it is, um, you know, you wouldn't sign them if you didn't think they had a chance to come into your program mm-hmm. and, and make an immediate impact or – uh, make a longer-term impact depending on, you know, where they're at in their development as an individual player. But, um, 
I just have the mindset that certainly we are excited about these young men. Um, we've saw enough in them as, as players and people that they could transition into our program and fit in nicely and then obviously get some work in on the floor and be productive for us. But I also know from doing this as long as I have that you really don't know what you have until you get on the court and work with someone for weeks and get to know this person as a human being because the recruiting process is the recruiting process. It's very different than the coaching uh, process and the relationship that you have uh, with these young men that come into your program. So, um, again, we like where we're at, but certainly uh, we're not done. And I think uh, whoever we uh, get here going forward will be critical to uh, next year's team. Because of the recruiting restrictions, Coach, did you have to rely on film, relationships, and connections to fill this class? It's definitely changed. We've been doing this virtual recruiting since last March, so that's about 13 months now, and we've kind of gotten comfortable with the format that all of us are having to abide by per NCA rules because of the pandemic. So, um, like you said, it's just using technology – you know, we become experts in the Zoom world. Um, it's just different. But like you said, you know, relying on your relationships, your networks that we've all built up over time, uh, myself and our staff, which I think has been helpful because I got experienced guys and I got guys that are respected across the country. And then, you know, a lot more video. You know, it's a lot more video work. And to be honest with you, you know, most of the younger guys that are coming up in profession, that's what they do, you know. Um, guys like myself who uh, were raised in the business a little bit different um, were more about putting your eyes on them physically and, and getting a sense of who they were on the floor, being able to watch them when the camera wasn't on them. You know, now all you do is get, you know, whatever the camera shows so you don't have as much uh, inf- info in terms of how they warm up, how they handle themselves on the bench, uh, interact with their teammates, are they rooting for their teammates. So it's different. It's very, very different. I certainly prefer um, having all the information and doing it the way that I'm comfortable with. But at the same time, you've got to adapt and change. And, you know, I think we've been able to do that. But it's definitely a different type of recruiting. I feel really bad for, um, you know, the 21 class and even the 22 class just because they're not getting to go through the process. Mm-hmm. They've all dreamed of playing Division One basketball, and they've worked their tails off to put themselves in this position, and then all of a sudden they don't get to go on campus visits. You know, they don't, they're not having coaches attend their games, and that's exciting for, for them and their families and their coaches, and uh, it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate for, for these kids, these student-athletes in all sports that they're not being able to, uh, you know, be recruited the way that they dreamed of being recruited, and, and that's, a, that's a sad part of this uh, whole pandemic and, and the recruiting process for, for all the sports. Coach, we begin with Mario McKinney Jr., a junior guard out of St. Louis, Missouri. Comes from prestigious St. Louis Basketball High School, Vashon High School. He won some state titles there. Then he went to Missouri. He was a high school four-star. And after Missouri, he went to John A. Logan College, where you have relationships at the JUCO level. What can you tell us about Mario McKinney Jr., a combo guard out of St. Louis, Missouri? He oozes talent. You know, it doesn't take a, a seasoned college basketball coach to put your eyes on him and, and see the talent. You know, he's got a lot of God-given ability, physical, raw, athleticism, power, speed. 
Um, he's got a lot of tools. Uh, you know, he hasn't played a ton of college basketball games. Uh, he's been around a little bit, but he hasn't played a ton of games, so he still is lacking in experience. But um, the upside for him is tantalizing. You know, he um, – he can play multiple positions. I, I, can't, I wouldn't put him in a box to say he's a one, two, or even three. Um, you know, he, he's really good with the ball in his hands. He can get to the paint at will uh, for himself or to make others better. He really competes. He likes to compete. He, he plays the game with a sense of passion that I really love to see. But like a lot of guys like that, um, that we've had here in the past, you know, he's going to have to come in with the right approach, the right attitude, and be really coachable. And if he does that, he'll have a wonderful career. And we've developed a really good relationship with him. He understands who we are and how we go about doing our business. And we're excited about him. You know, I can't wait to get him and, and the rest of the guys here in the summer. And hopefully, uh, knock on wood, we'll have a normal off season where we have the eight weeks that we can work with our guys on the floor and have practices and have individuals and get to know each other and spend a lot of time with each other. And we really missed that last year. And I think that was, um, it will be vital for us uh, going forward to make sure we get to have a regular year, if you will, and, and do the things that we normally do. But we're, we're extremely excited about Mario. He's got a lot of talent and um, uh, he, he's got quick twitch muscle. Uh, he should be an unbelievable defender. And we're certainly get excited about, you know, the thought of him being out there trying to put some heat on uh, the opposing ball handlers. Another recent addition, Coach, was Nate Pryor, a big guard who transfers in from Washington. So he has Power 5 experience coming in. We've known Nate for quite some time. Uh, we were familiar with Nate when he was at North Idaho. So we've known him basically since his senior year in high school. And he played two years at North Idaho for, for some guys that were um, – that we know well, and we actually recruited him. And then in the end, he chose to go to Washington University, uh, to his hometown, and play in the Pac-12. And unfortunately for him and for their team, they didn't have a very good year. And then Nate uh, played just okay, to be honest with you. He didn't have as good a year as I think he probably would have liked, um, nor that we anticipated him having, to be honest with you. But just in watching a bunch of film from their team, um, they just – they had a dysfunctional team. I mean, just to put it bluntly, they didn't have a great year, and um, it just seemed like there were some issues going on behind the scenes. But um, because of us knowing him on a personal level and, and uh, obviously thought enough of him to recruit him, you know, when he was coming out before he made uh, the decision to go to Washington, that when he became available, you know, that was an easy one for us. And we had a built-in relationship. And, you know, he, I think he was pretty serious about us the last time, you know, this came around but you know having the chance to go home to play in the Pac-12 to play in his hometown was too good to pass up and uh, I think he's going to be really really motivated after the experience he had this year in terms of him on the court you know like you said he's got size and that was the one thing that you know for me I've been trying to get bigger um, as a basketball team and when I say that I've said this before it doesn't mean when you say bigger you mean at the five spot or the forward spot I wanted to get bigger out front uh, we've always had the, the smaller guard uh, for the most part, and, and they've all been you know, good players and had speed and quickness and tenacity and all those things, and no slight to them. But if we could get the same kind of talent and just be a little bit bigger, stronger, I think that would really help us 
physically on the defensive end. And then when we play teams, you know, in, in the uh, Power Five levels or the NCAA tournament, which you usually get matched up with teams like that, um, you know, I don't think it's as much a shock physically when, when you play against those type of programs. So, um, you know, that was something we accomplished with both the guards we've already talked about. Uh, Mario and Nate are a little bit bigger than we've had in the past. And then Nate, with all of his experience um, and, and the, the games that he's played and then the level he just played at, uh, we're hoping that he can come in and, and make a big impact for us. Jorge Moreno, coach, 6'10", 250 from Mexico. Uh, raw talent, only three years of basketball experience. What do you expect from Moreno down the road? He's definitely an upside uh, young man. Hasn't been playing basketball very long. He grew up playing soccer. So he's still you know, a long ways away from um, – you know, understanding the intricacies of the game and having the necessary basketball experience to play at our level. But he's got a ton of talent. He's got hands like a guard. He catches everything clean. He can shoot the three walking in the door at 6'10", 250. He's got soft touch around the basket. And then he's got good feet. He's got really good feet. And his natural feel slash instinct um, is tantalizing. You know, he's just got a lot of talent. You know, he's got a long way to go. Um, you know, his body's not D1 ready. He needs a lot of strength and conditioning. He needs basically to get thrown into the deep end and, and practice against Division One players every day to figure out, you know, how, how this is going to work for him. So uh, our expectations for him um, aren't as high in the short term. We understand that. He understands that. But in the long term, it's exciting to think what kind of player he could become. I just saw enough of him in, in the tapes that we watched that um, he's not afraid. You know, he'll get after it. He'll stick his nose in there, even though he doesn't know what he's doing all the time. And then um, the, the guys at Strength and Motion, in particular Mark Reed, have done a really good job of developing him in a hurry and the things that they said about him because they're the ones that know him the best. They're the ones that are around him every day. We're all really, really positive. Uh, he had some chances to play professional uh, basketball in, in you know, his, his native country of Mexico, but his parents are educators and they want him to get a degree. And so, you know, we're excited that he's chosen us to, to help develop him and help us help help him, if you will. And um, but like I said, um, certainly it'd be a, a nice surprise. But we all understand, you know, walking in the door of, of it's going to take him some time. Um, to get up to speed at our level and to get his body right and just the, the, the size and the quickness that he's not going to be used to on a daily basis. But um, we're hopeful that uh, he can pick it up quickly. Kai Oliver is one of two guys you added back in November. And speaking of big guards, he's a big guard, 6'4", 185 for you. Yeah, Kai, uh, athleticism jumps off the page at you. Uh, he's a bundle of energy, uh, just makes athletic plays on both ends of the floor he can run he can finish he can block shots uh, he should be an unbelievable defender he, he's got a, a positive energy about him that we love you know he has some academic um, hurdles that he has to overcome that that we both you know knew about when we went into the, the agreement that you know we were going to offer him and he was going to accept the scholarship and sign but um you know, he's another young man that we feel like, you know, it was more a, a, a down-the-road type situation because of his academic situation. And, um, you know, we're monitoring it daily and making sure that, you know, he's doing what he can to get there. But that could be a situation where, um, 
you know, he's going to have to wait a year to get on the court. But we knew that, you know, going into it. He knew that going into it. But um, his talent and, and the type of person that he is and the his passion that he brings, we all we both felt um, it was worth it. So we're excited that, uh, you know, he'll be a part of our basketball program. Lastly, Coach, you added Sean White back in November. Comes over from a couple of JUCOs, uh, Chipola and also Polk State. What can you tell us about him? Well, I remember seeing him in the fall of his freshman year at Chipola, and I was just really excited about him. We were looking at some other kids on that particular team. I coached there for mm-hmm. for a season. It seems like another life ago. <laughs> but um, I really liked his body, his bounce, um, his aggressiveness, just he he had a SEC kind of body, you know, as a freshman at, at Chipola, and so we put him on our list right away, and then end up transferring to Polk, and unfortunately, you know, they had a, a lot of COVID down there, and and then he had a, a shoulder injury that required surgery, so um, he's been out for quite some time, and you know, it's a, an injury that takes some time we're familiar with it takes some time to recover from it's a lot of rehab and you know that that was a a tough setback for him and um so we got to get him here this summer and and, you know see where he's at and get him with our doctors and trainers and and try to speed up the process as best we can but he definitely has some hurdles to overcome um to get to be ready by the fall with the injury that he sustained but that's unfortunate for him and for us but you know that's that's part of the deal sometimes, and um, but his talent and, and the type of kid he is, um, you know, you can't argue with, and so hopefully uh, he can get healthy sooner than later. Lastly, coach, I want to get your thoughts on the transfer portal and how that's changing basketball right now. How your staff handles it, and is this a daily peek into who's in the portal, who's going in, maybe who's already signed somewhere else, and how does your staff handle that? You know, we're we're you know monitoring it hourly. Uh, if not, you know, less, more than that, to be honest with you. I, I don't uh, refresh it all day long, but, you know, we've got a bunch of guys, you know, up here that are monitoring it and, you know, researching quickly if they're kids that we should be interested in. And, um, you know, the landscape of college basketball is changing as we speak. And my attitude towards it is there's nothing you can do about it. It is what it is, and you have two choices to either adapt and change and go with the flow or be upset about it, not like it, um, and get left behind. So we're adapting and changing. Um, It's not going to change. It's going to be more like this, and I'm okay with it, you know, Uh, and you better be okay with it. To be honest with you, because of my background and where I've come from, in terms of the junior college, only having two classes, having to sign big classes every year, having a, a system that has to be learned quickly because, again, not having guys in your program for a longer period of time like it was back in the day. And we've been doing that, you know, most of our career. So having big classes, having kids for one or two years uh, doesn't bother me at all. I think some coaches are going to have a hard time adjusting to not, quote-unquote, build a program. Um, But it it won't bother us one bit. And I think it's an advantage for coaches that are used to handling situations like that because you have the experience of doing it, you know. And I understand we've had success bringing kids in for one or two years and then being productive right away. Um, The old way to do it is – bring in all freshmen and you know by their junior senior year you know getting the best basketball out of them and but they're also patient enough to wait and most kids today aren't it's just 
that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could talk forever about that, and there's a bunch of theories out there why, but that that's just reality. So if kids aren't playing um, pretty quickly in their career, they're going to look elsewhere. You know, and you can talk to your blue in the face um, to, to their people or to their parents or to their coaches or to them themselves, and most of the time, you know, they just feel like, they want to find a place that they can get more minutes and that they can be a, have a bigger impact right away. They don't want to wait their turn. They don't want to develop. Um, and I'm not saying every one of them is like that, but there's a lot of you know, student athletes out there that have that type of approach. And, um, and like I said earlier, you, be, you better just accept it because that's the way it is. And it's going to get more and more like that, in my opinion, in the short term with – what's happening in the portal and all the things that are going on in college basketball. So I think you've got to be light on your feet. I think you've got to recruit your own players um, as much as your new players. I think you've got to make sure you've got great relationships with your current players to make sure when the season's over that, you know, if you've got some good ones that you don't want to leave, that they don't. Um, and I think that's what people need to pay attention to across the country is, um, when good players start leaving your program, you know, and it happens over and over, you know, then then you need to be concerned. Mm-hmm. But when, you know, your better players um, are always coming back um, for the most part, then then I think your culture is probably really good. And I think the relationships that these kids are having with the coaches on their staff is a pretty good indicator of what's going on, you know, behind the curtain, if you will. So uh, we've always been proud of the fact that, you know, um, for the most part, you know, our kids have always returned, especially, um, you know, the ones that we really, really wanted to return. We've never had issues with that, and knock on wood, that will continue. But um, the college basketball industry is, is changing quickly. And, um, you know, like I said earlier, you just you, you better be a, equipped to handle it. You better be okay with it because if you're not, you're going to be very frustrated, and, and it's going to be tough um, to adapt to the changing of, of the winds, I guess, Uh, if you will, for lack of a better term. Coach, good to see you. Thanks for your time as always. Okay, Adam, thanks. This has been the NM State Athletics Insider Podcast Series, your audio home for New Mexico State Athletics. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.